Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Expecting the Rapture. We are not setting any dates. That is the point. We are to live ready all the time. We are to live expectantly. Christ could come at any time and snatch his church, true believers, out of the world in an event commonly called the rapture. This is the doctrine of imminency. There are any number of New Testament passages that touch on the rapture of the church, but there are three that are key. As found in 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 58, John 14, 1 through 3, and 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18. The night before Jesus was crucified, he emphasized all manner of new church truth. He emphasized a new commandment. He emphasized the future coming of the Holy Spirit, and he emphasized his future coming for the church in John 14. John 14, 1 through 3 says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ah, don't you like that? Let not your heart be troubled. Let that sink down deep into your heart. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me, Jesus says. And he continues, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. This was new revelation. The Old Testament saints expected the Messiah to come to them, to come to Jerusalem. They did not expect the Messiah to come and get them and take them off to heaven. It is true that Messiah will ultimately come to Israel, to Jerusalem. But the hope of the church is that Christ will come and take us back to Father's house. Our hope is to be taken out of here. And this hope is unique to the church. Titus 2.13 says, Looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are, as a church, are never told to look for Antichrist for the tribulation period or for signs. Rather, we are to be looking for Christ. And we are to be looking for him immediately. That is for his imminent return. If Christ judges faithfulness by who is truly looking for him to come at any time as presented in the New Testament, how many are really going to be found faithful? Gerard Kramer says, quote, We should perhaps ask ourselves how it happens that we aren't a bit more excited about the return of Jesus Christ. End quote. William MacDonald, it is not enough to hold the truth about his coming. The truth must hold us. And John Calvin said the believer's most important concern should be focusing their thoughts fully on his return. Is this not the emphasis of the New Testament? In 2 Timothy 4.8, a special crown of righteousness is promised to all who have loved his appearing. If you really love Jesus, you will want to see him, to be with him. He wants to be wanted. He wants us to want to be with him. We should live for this. Our hope is not just escapism, but rather wanting to be with Jesus because we love him. Consistently in the New Testament, we find the church taking to heart what Jesus said, looking for him to come at any time. This was the posture of the early church, 1 Corinthians 1.7, so that you come short in no gift 
eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 3.20, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. I keep hearing these preachers saying we're all going to die. They reason about the pandemic and say, well, we're all facing death. Wrong! We are not all going to die. What Bible are you reading? Jesus is going to come when some of us, that is, some of the church-age saints, are still living. True, we are going to die if Christ doesn't come in our lifetime. But that is the point. He may well come before we die. And the point is, this is the constant hope of the church. We are not expecting the undertaker. Rather, we are expecting the upper taker. At least we should be. First Thessalonians 1.10 And to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Hebrews 9.28 So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many to those who eagerly wait for him. He will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. What is to characterize the church is looking for Jesus to come at any time. Four times in the book of Revelation, Christ says he is coming quickly, which is to say soon. His coming for the church is ever imminent. But this hope is unique to the church. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ, in Christ, will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we will always be with the Lord. In Christ is a church reality. Only in the church age are believers spoken of as being in Christ. In the parallel passage of 1 Corinthians 15, Paul said, In Christ all shall be made alive, 1 Corinthians 15.22. The rapture event is tied to believers in the church age only. In 1 Thessalonians 4, Paul ties it to those who, quote, sleep in Jesus, end quote, 1 Thessalonians 4.14. Israel truly has a hope attached to this world in a way the church does not. God promised Israel earthly promises related to their promised land. But for the church, this world is truly not our home. Our citizenship is in heaven from which we eagerly are waiting for Jesus to come and get us and take us back to Father's house. An overwhelming majority of prophetic texts related to the church deal with the rapture and the believer's judgment called the Bema Seat which immediately follows. This is the prophetic focus of the church. But there is a dual emphasis in Scripture. We don't just wait. We are to be working while waiting. We have a job to do. And this is where the Bema Seat, the judgment of believers, comes in. We are eagerly waiting for Jesus, but at the same time we live with the reality that there's going to be an evaluation of our service when he comes. Live ready, Maranatha, our Lord comes, perhaps today. Lord, indeed, we pray that you would help us to live ready and uh, live expectantly uh, as a way of life. Lord, that's really our calling as your people, not to settle in and, and kind of make cozy in this world as if it's our home. It's not. 
we see things going south as far as uh, the whole political scene and, and the moral culture around us and all of these things. But, Lord, really, that's consistent with Scripture and what we see in the last days. And we need to remind ourselves, this is not our home, and it's not our hope. Our hope is the blessed hope of the, of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, Lord, help us to live accordingly to what we see in uh, the hope of the rapture, as we see in the New Testament. Pray in Jesus' name. Amen.